Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's Word today, just a little about myself. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing keys to abundant living. So, if you haven't already, go grab a cup of coffee and join me today as I talk about many breaches being restored in this season. That it is the time of the repairer of the breach. And we, it's a scripture verse that's talked about in Isaiah 58, 12. And it says that there will be those among you that will build the old places. That means something that once was that no longer is the same as it was. God's raising that up and he's raising people up that will be the repairers of that. They will raise up the foundations. The foundation is the original thing. It's been there a while. So this is not about the new and the new relationships and the new doors and the new keys. It's about those covenant relationships that something came in and caused a break, caused a gap in the relationship that never should have taken place. Those relationships are being restored in this season. The foundations of many generations and those people will be called, I'm paraphrasing Isaiah 58, 12 here, but those people will be called the repairers of the breach, the restorers of paths to dwell in. This is a season where many breaches are being repaired. Forgiveness will be extended. It always takes one, as, as the term is used, to take the high ground, to walk with the tender heart, to not allow the hurts from the broken places in the relationship to consume them where they're closed off to anything being restored. The ones that have kept their hearts tender will be the ones that are the repairers, the restorers. So forgiveness will be extended. And in um, tender moments, I guess, uh, moments of vulnerability, maybe a better word, walls will come crumbling down because... There were repairers, there were restorers that chose to remain in forgiveness, that chose not to get offended, to walk in the love of the Lord unconditionally, not not giving stamps of approval to sin. That's different. But But saying, I choose to love you anyway, regardless of where you're at and whether I'm in agreement with your choices. I'm going to choose to love you anyway. I will love you where you're at without giving you a stamp of approval. And a lot of times when we won't give our stamp of approval in a relationship, it causes some severing because the person that honestly, typically the one that gets offended is the one that's in sin in some sort of way. They are not walking with the Lord and offense is allowed to come in. They do not have that intimate relationship with the Lord and they feel judged when they're called uh, to accountability. There's a difference between unconditional love with accountability. I'm going to tell you the truth because I love you. 
I love you so much that I'm willing to risk our relationship by speaking truth to you. And in a lot of cases, that causes a breach in the relationship versus I'm just going to love you and, and not call out to accountability anything, uh, any choices being made in this season. And so now it comes across like I'm giving my approval, which basically um, soothes your discomfort or their discomfort. If that hopefully that makes sense, I, I can't really think of an example off the top of my head uh, to give somebody. I guess in one sense you could use children that are walking away from the Lord, um, and that's not, this is not just about that relationship, but um, I, it would have to be a friend more so because children kind of expect, even as adults, correction from their parents, and they get upset, and parents get upset, but there's still always this, and vice versa. I guess children could be calling parents out too because parents aren't always the ones making the right choices. <laughs> but um, in relationships, say in a friendship, you're in a friendship with somebody, you walk together with the Lord. And, um, you know, like I talked about in my podcast about not being deceived, it's a slow fade. And you begin to see uh, your friend slowly fade from the Lord. And so when you try to point out these things to them in a gentle manner, so to speak, like, hey, you know, do you think yeah, maybe and that can cause a breach because and now they're offended and they're like, oh, you're being judgmental or you're not walking in love. That's a, an initial one that will come up, you know, uh, is that you're judging and you're not walking in love. And so. Uh, actually, if I'm willing to say something that risks our relationship, I love you more than you could realize because my love is greater than my need to have you in my life. Your soul matters to me, so to speak. And that causes breaches. And so friendships that have been in that place, relationships are being restored. Maybe marriage relationships, parent-child relationships, friendships overall divine covenant relationships. Misunderstandings in this season are going to be washed away through the love of God restoring hearts. Hearts will be softening in this season. I believe that's what the Lord is doing. If we are willing to let him, we have to let him back in. We have to humble ourselves. We have, you know, and hopefully, some people with offended hearts are listening to this this morning. And, you know, we stay in offense sometimes. Uh, really, the background of that is pride. And so we have to humble ourselves and say, you know what? I missed it. I got off track. And I'm sorry. First of all, to the Lord. We repent to the Lord. But then there's also these relationships we need to go and say, I'm sorry. I missed it. We should be able to say that in relationships with other people, with our children, especially as a parent. It's vital when you know you've blown it to go and apologize to your child. So many parents won't do that because they are the parent, but it's such a powerful healing thing when you're willing to do that. I even did that right when my boys were in the house raising them up. When I knew I blew it, I got angry and I should not have gotten angry. Now, I mean, you know, I, I didn't have anger issues, but, you know, impatient, I guess, maybe is a better word. I was impatient with them and I shouldn't have been. 
And so in those times, I would go back and apologize. You know what? Mom was impatient. I'm sorry. You know, you, I shouldn't have responded that way to you. That's a healing, powerful thing. That restores some breaches right there. And so a breach, so to break down the scripture just a little bit, a breach is something that is broken. And when we're talking about it in Isaiah 58, 12, that's what's happened here. The wall has some gaps in it. It has some holes in it. Things are not as they originally were. There's a break in relationship, similar to a crack in the foundation, which the scripture actually talks about, right? There's something took place, the relationship's not the same as it was. That's what a breach is. It's a break. Something's gone. Something's missing. The foundation, the, the solidness, the security of the relationship is no longer there. And then you have a repairer that comes along. And a repairer, I mean, it's very basic, right? It's what it sounds like. It's someone who fixes things. They're a mender, right? They restore things to a sound or a solid condition, similar to the original condition. So really, when you look at Isaiah 58, 12, it's really saying there are those who will facilitate restoration. And I'll go back to because they've kept their hearts before the Lord and they've kept themselves out of offense. They've kept themselves in a place of forgiveness. None of this is easy. It's a process. It's a contending. It's staying connected to the Lord. It's seeking godly counsel. It's responding in the right manner, not out of our flesh. All of us, when we respond out of our flesh, we blow it. We have to respond out of our spirit to be repairers of the breach. We have that scripture that tells us in Galatians 5. I actually think that I talked about that in the Not Being Deceived podcast, that the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. So just because... We desire something in our flesh does not mean that that's God's, that's God's plan, desire, or will for us. But they're in conflict with each other. So that you, this is what Galatians 5, 17 says, so that you are not to do whatever you want. And who will win out in our life? Whatever we're feeding. If we're feeding into the spirit, the spirit is more powerful in our life. If we feed into the flesh, the flesh decisions are more powerful in our life. If you're not sure where you are with the Lord, just simply look at what is stronger in your life in this season. Romans 8 verse 5 tells us this, those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. And what we set our mind on will rule our heart and our actions. Back to the repairers of the breach. We must repair the breach. We're actually all called to be repairers of the breach, right? Any of us are called to do that. It's This scripture is not saying the Lord is the one. Now the Holy Spirit will be in the middle of it, but people, like I said earlier, are going to have to forgive, right? People are going to have to yield to what the Holy Spirit's doing in that moment. Um, hearts will need to be softened. Hearts will need to be guarded to remain softened for when the Holy Spirit begins to move 
and try and restore relationships. It's our job as servants of the Lord, right? We're the repairers, we're the restorers. We seek the face of the Lord. We seek his heart in the situation. We do and live by the spirit that we just talked about. And we will be repairers of the breach, always open to restoration of relationships. We never just completely cut somebody off and they're done when the Lord steps in and says, I'm I'm repairing this and I'm giving you even paths to dwell in. What are these paths? Paths of righteousness, paths of walking in right standing with God. And we have to come back to the foundations of being led by the Spirit, being fed by the Spirit, and walking by the Spirit. And we truly will be the repairs that are needed. The old waste places that they're talking about here in this scripture is anything that has been um, ruined by sin. You know, and ruined may be a strong word, but when relationships change and shift, because compromise has come in, because sin has come in, it's ruined. And what's going to change that? The conditions of the heart, a heart change. And those people that are in that portion of relationships that have been able to guard their hearts and keep their hearts open to the Lord, allowing the Lord to meet them at their hurt and keep the relationship open from offense. And sometimes you have to step back to do that. But uh, those are the ones that are going to raise up the foundations of many generations, right? That's talking about the promises that God has given in years past. Those will be raised up as relationships are restored. And then God will move through that in a powerful way. We are called to fix things that are broken, basically. That's what this scripture is talking about. We're talking about impacting generations. Our faithfulness to what God desires when we are presented with an opportunity to walk in unforgiveness, to walk in offense, to seek the Lord and hear his heart on the matter and walk in his leading in that, that leads to repairs, that leads to restoration, that leads to broken hearts being restored, right? Lines of communication coming back together. Through Christ, we have all we need in the Holy Spirit. We have the strength we need to endure in these areas that cause us to be equipped to be repairs, to be restores. Keeping, I have to say this over and over in this podcast today, keeping our hearts away from offense, not allowing them to step into that place of offense, extending forgiveness, even when it's not sought out. Now, not exposing ourselves to future hurts, that we have to seek the counsel of the Holy Spirit where we go forward in that, but forgiveness extended and abiding in the presence of God, listening to his heart, hearing his heart in all matters that we face and walking in that direction, like I talked about earlier from Galatians, being led by the spirit, feeding the spirit and being obedient to the spirit. The flesh will always have an excuse. 
the spirit will always walk humbly, allowing God to do what he's trying to do. And what he's trying to do is repair the breaches in this season. And he's looking for those that will be willing, that have kept their hearts soft, that will be willing to facilitate restoration of the broken relationships to a solid, sound place, a place that is similar to the original condition of that relationship. He's looking for repairs. He's looking for restores. Will you respond and say, here I am, use me. 